What's going on, everybody? This is Tony from Across the Hall. It's another wonderful episode of The Nerds of the Round. We'll be discussing Season 8, Episode 3 of Game of Thrones, The Long Night. With me, as always, is my co-host, Sebastian. Hey! And we have a special guest tonight with... Law! What's going on, people? I don't know. We can't get rid of this guy. Yeah, he's he's like officially the third wheel. Yo, <laughs> I mean, the last couple of episodes have just been... He was funny, like... It's one of those, like, you open the door, and then you guys just find me on the couch, like, and I'm just like, hey, what's going on? Yep. It's here, chilling, talking. So, but there is a lot to talk about this episode, and, and, and I just want to open it up with could you how see, did you feel? Could you see in your shitty hotel TV? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We could. We did. We saw. No. And it conquered. We saw it on you know hotel people, TV. You know people have been, uh, like, there's someone who made a, like, better lit version. Like, they remastered the whole thing. They did. And then, and then uh, reproduced it for them. I did not know that. But I think because we ended up watching the behind the scenes, I appreciated the fact that it was so dark. And well, it's it's it was have, a nighttime battle. It was a nighttime well, that, battle, and, but it, they also talk about they talk about what they went with, like the moonlit and like how when it starts you have the moon, and then when it comes, the the night king brings the storm, and then right. after he's there and he's with Bran and the it, gods, would you got the moonlight again? But this is this is night. It's yeah. like one of those like. But this on. is what I want to open up with with All that. Right, yeah, yeah, go of course. Because again, I feel the lighting did lend a lot the way it was shot to everything, and it's just with that opening shot with the Dothraki. Yes. Yeah. All you see is like, okay, we lit up with their torches and everything. They lit up their swords. They run head on. Then you see it from, what was it? the From their point of view. From their point of view. You start to see the lights go out. You start to see the lights go out. And then all of a sudden, it's in the darkness. Again, that sets the tone for the episode. Yes, it's a dark episode, well, but it was be, on light. To be fair, like, I feel like the last episode gave us like that little chance of hope. Which I don't accept any Game of Thrones hope anymore. I'm like, don't do it to me because I know it's garbage false. Yeah. Like, but also, it's like, don't lie to me. You, you know you're going to kill off everybody. So they send in Melisandre and go, all right, let's light these, let's light these swords. And you're like, oh! Oh, Dothraki about like, to go in! Oh, it's about to go down! Because, you know, fire and, and, and dragon glass. And then you're just like, nah. Nope. Like, nah, they're like, nah, be, nah, nah. The Dothraki are gone. And they, they got snuffed out. Yeah. Like, but was, here's the thing. What did you feel when you saw that happening from the soldier's point of view? Because that's what we saw it as. We saw it from there. We started seeing the lights come out. What did you feel? I mean, that's I mean it, that's scary in general, especially the people like not the unsullied because they don't fear nothing. But like you gotta think of like the Westerosi people who and maybe Jamie because yeah. I think I think I forgot I read it somewhere. Maybe they talked about it. Jamie fought the Dothraki last season, His face. and His he face was like you know. We can't fight these dudes. These dudes are coming at us like like the but, Mongols coming at right. us, and then they go into the darkness, which was terrible, bad in planning. But we don't have to talk about that, right. right? And they go into the darkness, and you've got like these lights just going out. And this is like, yo, I thought these people were unbeatable, and they're yeah. on our side, and they went to go fight the dead, and now they're just snuffed out. But I, I gotta I gotta get back with you. Like, we, with we the have, Osali, we have no like the Dothraki just died. Like That's, yeah, the entire race of people <laughs> yes. just died. Yep. But um, I got to touch up on the Unsullied because when you say Jamie, you caught the fear on Jamie's face. And the Unsullied, because um, they were paying attention a lot to Grey Worm's face. When you look at Grey Worm's face, Grey Worm has fought with the Dothraki since he's been with Daenerys. Yeah. And the fact is this is that you did see some type of fear in his eyes 
which the actor who plays on Grey Worm, that was like perfect in his face. Mm-hmm. But he know like, you know what? I still have to sit here and fight. But there, I think there was some type of fear there. And he got that all in that look in his eyes. I think Grey Worm himself has said he has fear now because of his relationship with... That too. Because he has something to lose, yeah. I think. Like, the, that's... You know, I don't know if the other... Because they don't really talk about the other unsullied. Like, I'm sure they have, like... A, there's, like, a thing going on. But Grey Worm, like, addressed that. That he's not scared of dying. He's not scared of fighting. You know, he's... But he's scared of losing who he loves. And that's the real fear. Yeah. You know, and it's also... But, you know, maybe it's also different, too. Because, you know, he's in Slaver's Bay. And he's been training. And you, no amount of training and discipline that. can prepare you for this... This World War Z horde yeah. of things rushing at you in the middle of the night. Yeah. So and then and that scene also too, I think that you're talking about is that when he's put when he pulls the bridge. No, no, it's before that because they, they show his face. It looks like he has these tears in his eyes, mm. but he knows that he's also the only thing between them and that, like you said, the the girl who he loves and all that. Plus figured, also too, like, so it's his so, training. So Thraki were the first line. The yeah. second line was unsullied. No? Yeah. Like, pretty much everyone else. Like, Brienne's side, because she was on the right. The right so, you, but you're looking at it, and you're yeah. just like, shit. Like, that was supposed to be, like, our, our, our wench, essentially. Yep. And just cut through them. Psych. The lights went out quick, but, like, they were, they, they snuffed them out, like, like, in a nice little timely fashion. Where, yeah. Like, they started to go out one by one. Yeah. So you're starting to feel like, maybe there's some fighters left. Maybe the and then the last one went out, and you're like, shit, they're gone. Like, they're all, like... Well, was, some of, some like, of them made, have, some made have, back. There are some stragglers, yeah, but, like, effectively, right. then as a race, it's, that's gone. it. Like, yeah. She, you know, food thing. But, um, let's, let's talk about one of the MVPs in this episode, um, Lady Momon. Uh, we, we gotta call her Giant Killer now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, she's... she's her, her, her and Tormund. Or, Gi- uh, both Giant's mates. Yeah, you know? Yeah. But yeah, she she went down fighting, which was I, like all right. Three MVPs, of course. We're gonna say, uh, you know who? We'll save that for later. Yeah, we we're gonna so, save we're gonna save that Mora. MVP for last. Um, Jora, Jora's yep. MVP. Yep. And then um, Arya, Arya like with a big clutch like for the win, like yes. you know what I mean. And, I, and I'll give a shout-out out to Theon, you know? He, like, he did his thing. Yeah, I mean, let's, let's, let's get into it. Let's proper dudes what dudes are, are given. Uh, Theon, and um, what's homeboy who kept dying? <laughs> oh, Barrick. Barrick. But um, Lady Marmont, because, again, she, she was such a minor character but had such a big impact, in a way, on the show <clears> with people. And I mean, she didn't have the most lines in the show, but... She was also... She's actually... I think they talked about this. She was only supposed to be for... That one scene in season six, when when John goes and they plead their case, and everyone just kind of like fell like, in love with her as a character. Yeah, I mean she's just a, she's just a dope. She went out like leader. a G. That's yeah. it. She went out the way she wants to come in. She was in fighting. Books, like they, she's mentioned in the books, but like we're not at that. Like I think they have the letter or something, but like she's not the character that she is because the books the books pretty much the last book ends with John being stabbed. Oh wow! So, yeah. Okay, so he, we're that far. Ahead. He's being stabbed. You're very far ahead. Um, he's being stabbed. The hard home, that hard home episode that we saw, mm-hmm. that doesn't kind of happen in the books. They mention hard home, but like John doesn't go to hard home, fight the whites and mm-hmm. all that. That doesn't happen. He's just stabbed because he's doing the negotiations with the wildlings and wants to do that part. 
Right. That part's different. That part's kind of the same, but he gets killed by his brothers. God. And no. that's how that book and like seriously does the walk and the, the shame walk and all the other stuff, but okay. that's where we're but now let's go also to... shout out to uh hey the the night watch um oh, ben. Like, yeah like that's the last dude like mm-hmm. saving um what's his face um sam 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 you saved sam that was a he like i feel like i feel like everyone who died even though they may not have been the the big like elite elite characters <clears throat> they still got like good send-offs you know what i mean where it Especially for a, a battle of this size and this like magnitude, well, you're, you're yeah. getting. I'm just a bum that no one from the fire talk we had from episode two was taken. It just felt like there's some people you couldn't take it. Like I knew Jamie wasn't gonna go, right? Um, but like I thought Brienne was going. I mean, I, did you? I really, I, thought, I, I really thought Brienne was right. gonna go with the other side because we. I felt like we. Jorah was a big moment because because Jorah for Daenerys and everything, right. but. We've got three episodes left, and you know they consist. They consolidated the whole Night King White Walker thing in one episode, and I just I thought there would have been more weight to it if we'd lost maybe like one other main A list well, character. We, we lost who we needed to lose um, because um, again we because at the end of the day, even though yes, like it's about like the impending doom of the White Walkers, we still have a fight for the throne right now, and yeah. we're about to. We're about to go into like a a situation where everyone's kind of like mourning and kind of like getting their bearings, and then Danny has to look at John and just be like, "Shit, you just told me that you're like the rightful." That's hair. what. That's yeah. what's gonna. I think. Um. Like you getting you're, into that. It's gonna be like John's. Like, yeah. John's rightful heir. Jamie's realizing that Cersei really didn't help, and mm-hmm. now that we survived, like, what's gonna happen with that? Well, yeah, I mean, there's so many like like of those like lingering and we equalize Danny's forces. Yeah, because like this is what happens is like <clears throat> they they introduce kind of like a new story arc because, um, just by the conversation in the last episode when Sansa was talking to Daenerys, this is before she was like you know knows what she knows about John right now because she's like I love John. Um, now that she knows that John Targaryen is like, okay, what's Danny has only known about fighting for power. She's only known about fighting for this throne. Mm-hmm. But now, how does that change in that dynamic with but, her and John? But John's never wanted power. Like I think, no, I think it, I. <sighs> but they keep driving. But like a lot of the behind the scenes stuff keeps driving this factor of that those who don't want power are end up being the best ones to have it. But we also see. That those who lead and command in war aren't good leaders. So like, I think John's like kind of in the middle, because John's leadership is like kind of good with diplomacy, but his battle planning is terrible. Right. But I think he also <clears throat> gets thrown into a lot of situations that he yeah. doesn't need to be thrown in because no one else wants to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's one of those situations. But where they're like, we can't do it because it's against whatever right. bullshit rules. Right. And well, he's, yeah, like, he's like, yo, I want to live. Don't you guys want to live? Like, this is like greater than any of like, us. Yeah. But we're definitely going to have a lot of that with the recap episode on that because um, we want to do one big episode on that. This episode had, you know, people like after reading and I, I'm on the Reddit channel, I'm on Reddit a lot with the Game of Thrones, with the, well, the, the book Reddit or whatever and listening, reading fan things and like, like, there's a lot of things you can talk about for this episode that may have not hit the mark for people who've been really into the series. Right. There's a lot of 
where for those who only watch the show get like this that was like an amazing thing of like how Arya can I thought it was awesome I thought it was dope and I, and me as a fan at this point have I've separated both mediums yeah you of have the to. source material you have to like I enjoy the show for what it is mm. to me season four was the best season. Of the show. That that would be like going yeah. back to Walking Dead and saying, like, "Oh, it doesn't follow source material." They already yeah. went off the source material. Yeah. I think this was probably the best closing arc for Theon. Oh, because Theon as a character, yes, yes. 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 They, I, I'm, I'm talking about the episode as a whole of what they did because you set up, you ultimately set up the White Walkers with the face of the Night King as this ginormous evil to then storm the castle and then the Night King doesn't but even use the dragon. Is, but this is the you thing. Know. There are some things we touched up on was the fact is this. When she burned him with the dragon, nothing happened with yeah. him. And then he was there smiling. Um, and it's funny too because the same actor that plays the Night King also played like a Targaryen warrior in a previous scene on Game of Thrones. And but just he did? But, yeah, they have him in the army. It's on his um, Instagram page oh, actually. Oh, wait. Is he, is he the guy who... It, it's um, when um, Ned Stark, when he was young, he was uh, going to the tower... To go like save his like um he is he Sir Arthur Dane the one I, who fights with two swords I'm not sure but they it's it was on and that's one thing that gave me a clue on that but again <clears throat> he he gets burned by the dragon and he just smiles um this also leads into the thing where um where a lot of people are fan theorizing that the real villain was never always the Night King it's Danny and it goes back into um her whole thing with fighting with power because remember and and, and again this is the reason I'm saving Arya for last because. It's like they're taking callbacks to a lot of stuff that they had in previous seasons, and one of the things she had was that dream on a cold throne. Yeah. It was like winter. Yeah, yeah So yeah. I feel like with the whole power struggle that we're probably going to get, if they're going to shout, we're probably, again, have her as a power struggle with John or just to question, like, whatever. So I feel like that's where it's going with that. Because we, we've talked about it. Like, Bran, Bran is fully, like, the third eye raven at this point, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I feel like when it came to Theon, like he, like people were gonna say it was Bran, and I don't know if it was. It's, it would be a nice gesture to think that it was Bran that told Theon, like you're a good man, like you're home where you should be doing, you know, fighting for your family. That was a beautiful send off, I think, and it kind of closed that chapter and that arc for Theon. Mm -hmm. But like, out of out of most of the characters in this series. It's very hard to find a character that's gone through so many changes where like you hate him, you love him, you're unsure about him, you feel sorry for him, you feel like you feel all these emotions about a character who essentially like at the end, like you're just like, damn, he's been through some shit. Like Well he he has like Dion first of all, Dion was raised by the Starks, which we all know that. He was treated like one of the Stark's sons. Then he betrayed Rob, and everybody just started hating Theon for that, and all the stuff that he did. Then he gets captured, he gets castrated, he becomes Reek, um, then he comes back to, like, with his sister. It, for me, it's like, he's had moments where he could have shown that he was the hero, but always ran away. Like, that last time with his sister, his uncle was like, yeah, come fight me, come save your sister. He ran away. Mm -hmm. This was that moment where he chose not to run away, and he actually, you know decided to be the hero and protect Bran. He's like, you know what? I'm going to do the right thing this time. And ultimately, he paid the ultimate price, but it was a send-off because this character has always been running. Yeah. 
you know. Yeah, no, I was all for it. And, like, I knew when Theon, like, volunteered himself. We all knew. Like, I knew. He was like, he was, okay, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I knew he was going to be, he was going to be, he wasn't going to make it, you know, that night. Um, but I agree, it was a good send-off, and you're right. He was, he's one of those, and like I said, he's one of those characters that has a full circle arc of love and hate. Well, I don't know about love. Not the type of love that I think Jamie gets now. Because Jamie, people love Jamie now. Yeah. yeah. Where I, with Theon, yeah. it was kind of like, he was, you kind of forgive him as a character because you realize that all he wanted to do was prove himself to who he thought his real father was. So going back to like, you know, he was your, he may have been your father, but he wasn't your daddy type of thing. And, yeah, yeah. and he's trying to prove that he's a Greyjoy, but by betraying, you know, Rob, when he could still be a Greyjoy and still could have been the second right. hand to Rob and, you know, whatever he, whatever relationship he has with Yara, he, he mended that. But you kind of start to feel bad for Theon after you get past the fact that he killed a bunch of, he, you know, he killed people in, uh, in Winterfell and he killed the two, and they burned the kids and stuff. And after he's with Reek, you just feel bad for the guy. Yeah. And then he finally has that moment when he saves Sansa and he frees her and they run off, you know, but then that fear comes back when he meets Euron and he jumps off the bridge, which is, hilar- which is a hilarious meme and gif for whatever reason and then he kind of redeems himself again and I think he just he just needed some kind of redemption and I think we got that from you know this past Sunday's episode I definitely think we got redemption for him I think even if even if Bran didn't say it the look that him and Sansa shared when they embraced each other like was amazing in the like episode prior it was just like he in that moment it kind of solidified like your home You've done what we were supposed to do. We forgive you. I know it's been like a treacherous road for you. And it's a lot of conflicting things. Like you figure you're fighting for your family and against your family. Which yeah. is like, that's a really tough uh, position yeah. to be in. And he got all that. He got it from John in the season yeah. seven. Mm-hmm. When he was like, you know, mm-hmm. you've always been a Stark. And he got it from Sansa. He got it from, from Yarrow and he saved her after right. she had met him. Right. And, and then... You know, Bran slash Three Eyed Raven just gave him that verbal right. That, closing. That, that closing was like so <clears throat> like what he needed, and I think you know, for any send off that we've had so far, like granted, you know, like Lady Mormont like got a great big like kill and kill, she's a giant killer kind of situation. Theon was a little more touching. Yeah, like, it was yeah. a little more to the heart because you're just like, damn, like he's gone, but like. It kind of like cleared that slate for him. Yeah. Yeah. What was some of the scariest moments for characters that you felt in this episode? Uh, When I didn't see ghosts come back. Go. You and every you and the internet. I (laughs) mean, I don't know why ghost is running with the vanguard. I mean, but whatever. Whatever. I don't know. Ghost is a survivor. Ghost should have been down in the crypt. True. He is a survivor. So at this point, you know, um, I I feel like I feel like ghost is gonna take out Cersei. No. Yeah, I can quote me on that. No, that's not happening. I already know what's going to happen with Cersei. I have a feeling I know what's going to happen with Cersei. Um, okay. We can talk. We can see later. We can talk after. All right, all right. So, like, for me, they had a couple scary scenes. I would say one is the callback to Jurassic Park with Arya. I thought that was pretty dope. Yeah. How they did that. And then just the the overwhelming force that the, that the Whites had once they broke the castle, they broke the siege. 
you know, pretty much there. Once it, once, once pretty they, much there. Once they, once they form that bridge, and you're just like, oh, yeah, what yeah. lengths they're going to go to for their king, and like, yeah, just yeah, yeah. like... It was like pretty much, you know, after in Helm's Deep, when the orc blows up, blows up yeah. the great, and like, they, they jump in. You know, there's a lot of weight to it, and there's a lot... I will give credit to to this, while I still am, I still feel like we should have had some more people die, I will give credit where credit's due. That's a, it was a really tense fucking episode. Yeah. Right? About... Like, just overwhelmingly tense, and like, oh my god, who, is someone's gonna go out? Is someone gonna be taken out? Like, so like, when you have Brienne and Jamie like, against the wall. near miss, almost like playing chicken with the audience. Oh, yeah. Yeah, torment on top of the bodies, Sam being, what about being when Sam. raised... You also, you also have Jamie, oh, you you also have, you have, yeah. you have Jamie and Brienne against the wall with uh with Padraig. They're all yeah. like that's when he like pressed really up against the wall. So, yeah, so when he raised everyone from the dead, that was like oh. So when he raised everyone from the dead, I would say I would have liked it more. I, I like thought it was cool they did it because everyone got to see what the hell was going on. But the only thing they got us, we got the named characters getting the blue eyes. I thought it would have been cool if like someone of the main cast. Had to fight a named character as a weapon. Yeah, I thought that that would have been. I think that was a missed moment. I think they gave it to us for us to be like, oh no, like. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a white. But that was the white in the audience, like, because these are because you want to know what? It's funny. Everyone expected that and wants to see that, and I kind of give them the credit that they just like, oh, we're gonna give you a piece of your cookie, but we're not gonna get you the whole cookie. Yeah. Because. To me, that was kind of like great storytelling. I want the whole fucking cookie. You can't have the whole fucking. You can't have the whole cookie. Listen, when listen. the listen when the hound fights his brother, I want the whole fucking oh, cookie you're, you're gonna and the that. cake and like everything. Because with that's, it. that's what's going to happen. I'm the whole dessert. Plan. I'm gonna re- I'm gonna riot and be like, this show sucked because I didn't get the hound versus the mountain. <laughs> Which we're gonna get because we thought the hound was gonna die in this episode. He was, that's, what, that's why I didn't think he was, he was gonna die. Out. He was like, but it's like this. It's like they they just. This episode was about taking away all their moments of hope, yeah. which now gets us into our MVP of the episode, Arya. But there are people like they expected this whole time that we were going to get a big fight between the Night King and Jon. Yeah. I'm glad it didn't go that way. She came out, and again, it goes back to the storytelling of Game of Thrones. She's been set up as the killer of the White King since day mm-hmm. one with everything that they laid out. Which, again, it, it just gives you respect for their storytelling, their foreshadowing, and then the fact that you have Melisandre remind her of those things. And even when um, the whole thing with the knife switch... Ah, uh, I know what you... Well, I forgot about that detail. Oh. But the knife switch, they also gave us um, a heads up on that when she was training with... When she was doing the sparring with Brienne. Yep. So, again, Arya, MVP, she is the ultimate killing machine. Yeah. It wasn't... I, a lot I, of people, too, like feel like... Oh, how, like when you said that meme, it was like, "Yo, how you just gonna let her like pass us by and like get up to me?" To be fair, that's what she's trained to do. Like, she's not supposed to come charging at you. Like, ah. Yeah, so like, you you like, said that to me too. It was the same spot she snuck up on John. Yeah. Yes. They had. They had all the. No, all they the had stuff. it all lined up. Like, I'm not. I, I don't think people are. I don't think people. I me, think personally, I'm not mad that, that Arya did. So I'm like, whatever. So here's my, here's, my, you know, here's my whole thing. I'm cool for every, a sword every, fight. Everyone, everyone expected Jon or Dane. Yeah. And to be fair, they've been the heroes for way too long. And Danny, as good as she is as a conqueror, if you will, and like just to like take what she feels like is hers, she's not a good strategist. Nope. 
She's not good in battle without her dragons. She's not a good ruler either. Right, you know what I mean? Like, see, there's so many things against her, but she feel, she keeps pushing through. John, like you said, John gets thrown into situations where he's forced to be the hero. Mm-hmm. Where now he's in a situation where he's like, shit, like, I can't, like, I have to go fight him, but I'm tired. Like, I just saw a bunch of my friends die. I've been doing this so, like, you saw the fatigue. Of a guy who's literally been the MVP. I came back to life. I came back to life. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, like, and even with even with like the hound, the hound was like, yo, bro, like I like we're not gonna win. Like you see, you like, saw this it with everybody. With everybody. I mean, they weren't but, gonna win. Right. <laughs> they but, but they even did it with Arya. The only reason why Arya um got that far was a because you have like the hound who saved her and and, and homeboy, and like they went through, and then Masandra was like, listen. What do we say? And we push through. But even still, when she was in the library, like, Arya just... Yo, Arya, that whole sequence, she was whooping ass. You were like, what did she get in this weapon for? Oh, now I know. She's here to take, like, take down zombies. Like, yeah. let's go. No, I liked that. But, I liked that she proactively thought about her weapon. It was like, I need a long spear, but I also need something that breaks into two when I get into the corridor. Right. I thought that was really cool. I thought... Her keeping cool for as long as she did was because of her training, but then she got hit on the head you and she realized, like, one, yeah, oh, once fuck. that happened, it was like, it, <laughs> like it was like kind of like that adrenaline just went right yeah, away. Exactly, and I think that's what happened. Like she, like all her adrenaline got sucked out of her, and she's now feeling a little more vulnerable and a little more like, yo, I'm just a kid, I'm a human kid, and it was like, oh no, and you're watching and yeah. going like. Because that's not her strength. But Fighting a horde isn't her strength. But right. that's what, what was it? Um, when she was in that panic mode, and remember, they were always like, "Why is um?" Barrett kept saying, "The Lord of Lights bring me back for something." He was brought back for that specific reason right. yeah. to help protect Arya in that moment, which is like it's crazy on all that stuff that was set up to protect Arya and train her for this moment. Like, um, what was it? The guy who trained her before that her father had hired. Yes, yeah, so he was like, around. yeah, around. it was like, what do we say in the god, um, in the face of the god of death? He's like, not today. Like every Switching. every little detail that they like, like just threw at you, but then like called back to in this one episode, they they like left a little crumb here, crumb here, and then they took a piece of string, connected the strings, and at the last moment pulled everything, and yeah. you're just like. <gasps> Oh, that's how it do. Oh man, and it was so well done. Like I, for lack of, you know, like panache, let's say, it was still so well done. Yeah, I think it's it's easy to miss a lot of the details that's happened in the seasons because of all the story arcs that were going on, and you're like, okay, who's the main story arc yeah, here? Who we're following? So you don't do like a rewatch. Like I did the rewatch, and it's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, this. this <laughs> You know, but yeah, no, it was. It there's was, also there's also been seasons where we don't see characters for like almost the entire season. Well, Brand Brand took a season off. Yeah, Brand wasn't in season five, and then he came back in season Absolutely. six. You know, so like yeah, no, definitely. And well, he was he, being dragged around the corridor, so <laughs> no, he was in he was in the trees. Right, he was in the trees, and then yeah, Gendry was Rowan. Mm. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, but um, there, I, I, there are a lot of high points in this episode. I feel, I know some people are complaining about the lighting. The reason why I mentioned with the lighting, 
is because if you think about it, if you're not seeing your enemy, but you're hearing them, now you're playing with the sound. Well, they did that on purpose. Yes. Yeah. But, yes. But you watched, when you watched the making of it, they said they did that on purpose. Yes. Like they did the whole you don't see the enemy in that first arc because that's scary. Seeing the Dothraki and then using them, their lighted blades as like beacons, when you're just thinking, oh, that's how they're going to fight them because the regular swords aren't dragon glass right. and they're not Valyrian. They're just regular fucking weapons. So we're like, oh, this is going to be awesome. The Dothraki are going to go in there and they're going to fucking burn everything. When really it's just like, no, we're just using this so you know how they get snuffed out. Yeah. Like that's just yeah. like you're watching it. It's, it's like a nice little placeholder. Yeah. Like, you're, you're, that's where they are. That's how close they are. Yeah. And that's how many of them they it, are. Yeah. It goes back like this. Um, you you guys remember John Carpenter's thing, right? Yeah. It it the storytelling for that movie is like you rarely see the creature. Yeah. It's more of the whole play on the creature. Mm-hmm. This episode was more of a play on how deep this threat was. You can't really see this threat. This threat was like you know you're fighting at night. You see this army, you, all of a sudden you see it in the distance, they're fighting with their flame swords and then they start to get snuffed right. out. And it's even, like that even, creates even that when fear. when the storm came, like when yeah. the storm came, I was like, good luck with those dragons. Yeah. Like, that's going to mean nothing. Yeah. And you, and, because uh, I remember there was a part when, um, when Danny and, um, and John hit each other, we thought it was Danny and, um, yeah, the Night King. King. And we were like, oh, and then we're like, oh shit, they really can't see anything. Shit, yeah. And, it just played to like the credit of like the directors like they had that vision of like this is not going to be a battle of the bastards like kind of fight where you like you see everything and just gruesome no it was going to be chaos and fear yeah yeah absolutely it was going to be a a horror show like it should have been like like it's like this how do you install fear into people who have survived these crazy battles um, an army that unfear that is right, that basically yeah. doesn't fear anything. Yeah. Um, the fact that they have well, drive, you have to, give them like, the have to that also don't feel anything. Yeah. For yeah. The most part. That will do whatever they need to do. That will that obey every command. Yeah. Like you know when they crossed when they crossed the fire pits when the night king was like all right I need y'all to make a bridge. And then I was like, right, I need y'all to World War Z because I just saw that movie last week. <laughs> 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 Scale the walls. <laughs> That was you know, wild. It was like, oh man. Whatever you can have, you people and strategically, yeah. like I, I noticed, like, like I was like, yo, they look like they got their thing now. Like they put down the, you know, the the fire trench. You know, they had dragon glass on the like the the wall. You know, like they had like the spikes. They had you know spikes inside. They had a barricade. I was like, yo, this looks pretty That's solid. A- but then you realize how many. It doesn't matter so much like. If I think it has nothing to lose. Nothing to lose and such great numbers. Yeah. The magnitude and scale and of how many White Walkers they are. Build their numbers like they did in the crypt. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, definitely a bad choice of places yeah. to hide. <laughs> like, I didn't think about that until until afterwards because they kept saying, oh, give me the crypt. And I, I kept, like, dismissing it. I think that like, was everybody's but they do. So they do, they, sometimes the show does that. Like, they'll keep, re, they'll keep like, Hitting you with something over right. and over again, and then it's gonna be like not work. So, season five, I remember season five. I remember this specifically. Um, is that this is season five? Is when you know when when Jora takes Tyrion and they fight the Stone Men. Okay. Right. So up until that episode, that's episode five. So episodes one, two, three, four, mention Stone Men at least once. Like they kept right. mentioning it, like in passing. Oh, this is where the stonemen are, or I'm gonna send you off with the stonemen. Like when you know when when Stannis talks to his daughter, right. stonemen are mentioned at least one time in each episode. And I was like, all right, like they keep doing this. Like I noticed the first time, 
I noticed the second time the film, I'm like, okay, no, like, we're gonna get them eventually. And then when I knew that Jorah kidnapped him, I'm like, oh, okay, this is how they're gonna do it, because in the books, Jorah's, Jorah, while he gets excommunicated in the books, the whole him getting a grayscale happens to another character because they go on the river and they fight the stone man. They're like, okay, so I guess, you know, Jorah's getting this, getting, kind of getting this character's arc. So when it happened, when they're on the river and, like, you look at the aqueducts, you're like, oh, look, look. There are dudes moving up there. Oh, that's, that's grayscale people. And then, like, the episode ends, like, and you know, and I, I was like, and I was talking to Jack, and he's like, oh, yeah, like, he has grayscale now. Right. Like, I was like, I knew he had grayscale, because it wasn't going to be Tyrion. And then, he, you know, he moves his arm, and you see it, and you're like, oh, shit. But, yeah, like, sometimes the show, the show will hit you up with, like, a little detail mm -hmm. to make you think about it. Just be like, you know, yeah. they keep saying crypts, or they keep saying this. Like, yeah. I really thought we were going to lose Tyrion in the crypt. Me too! Yo! Wait, uh, how did you think that yeah, was wrong? How did you think? Um, when he was having that conversation with Sansa when they were hiding behind one of the... Suicide Pact. Yeah. That's what Yo, we... Fully 100%. I was like, they yo. They both broke out knives and we were like, Romeo and Juliet style, let's do this. I'm like, I don't know where everyone else is, but sure, I guess we're gonna yeah. kill each him, other. Him and, and... Like, um, they started counting. I'm waiting for them to just shake each other. Facts. They started, like, I thought they were gonna shake each other. And then I, I thought I thought they were gonna share like a moment of a kiss or something because at this point I'm like Theon's dead, so Theon's not an option for Sansa. Maybe she'll realize that he like she said like you're the best husband I ever had, and they kind of do the thing. I don't know. But yeah. um, we lost Melisandre this episode because she said she was gonna be dead by daylight, mm -hmm. which she was. I thought she, she was gonna shot. die, die like not when she um, was doing her fire prayer. Yeah, I was like, oh okay, and then she like. I thought even if she didn't die, like like if she, like all right, she did her fire prayer, the trench went off, right, and then just afterwards she gets killed. That's how I want her to go out. But then she died like rose on the Titanic, throwing her pearls out. Like, like what are you doing? I love how George, I love how I mean Davos watched it. He's like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I'm happy Davos made it through. Like, I, just, Davos. I saw this chick birth out of. A shadow baby, no. and now she turned gray and I disappeared. Like, I feel like out of everyone, like all the shit they've seen, Davos has seen some shit. Like at this point, you're just like, bro, he, you, you he, need a you need a new line of work. He <laughs> has seen some shit. He has survived battles that he probably wasn't supposed to survive. Absolutely, that man has been through shit. Yo, he's, <laughs> he, he, just he, wants lots of he just he just wants an adoptive daughter. That's all he wants. That's all he wants. <laughs> also, we need to get um Brahma a castle at some point. Oh, uh, Bron? Yeah. We'll see what happens in the next episode, but I think that's where we're going to see him again. Yeah. He's going to make his way to assassinate Jamie and Hattie. I don't think he's... I don't think... Oh, yeah, sorry. I air-quoted. <laughs> I, I air-quoted assassinate. So, what, what, we said, what we were saying, like, uh, why he won't, I think he has more loyalty, even though he, like, he started off as a sellsword, he has more loyalty to Tyrion and Jamie than he'll ever have to, to Cersei. Yeah. And... Is he'd feel better dying at their side by Cersei's hand than dying because he betrayed Jaime and Tyrion mm -hmm. easily. Yeah. Well, he's he's a, he's a question mark. So how um, so? Well, that's all, also too. He's been wanting his castle. Yeah, but I don't. But it's like he's but he's he he has a it's it, again loyalties are gonna be questions. He's I, like he knows what's happening. He's seen. He's in King's Landing. 
he knows that this bitch blew up the fucking sets. Yeah, you know, facts. but that, like, again, like, and he's done again, messed up stuff like too. Said, like he's done real but messed like up I said, stuff. That, that but he's not. It, but that he, leads into question. No one, no one in the entire kingdom shy from Danny is as ruthless and and, and like merciless as a uh, as Cersei. That's so what I mean. it'd be hard pressed to look at him and him go, "Yeah, I'm gonna keep her in my corner." No, I think he's smart enough to be like, you know what? Better, better the devil I know than the devil I don't. And we, we, Cersei's we've definitely people, not the devil he knows. We've had people make dumb choices, so. <laughs> yeah, but he's yeah. one of the smarter, smarter like characters. Yeah, but dumb choices. But like, we talk about dumb choices, and I may be going on a tangent, but dumb choices in Game of Thrones now don't seem to like pay off in death where they did earlier yeah like john doesn't don died but it wasn't a dumb choice it was a noble choice right rob died because he made a dumb choice well my ned my, died because he told seriously straight up i'm gonna tell of you well my, i feel and this is just my prediction we may get a turn death. it might be at the hands of braun and that's what's gonna end up pushing jamie over the edge to have to take out sister because it's like oh now you're sending people to kill me See, I'm gonna disagree with you there, respectfully, and I think, I think Tyrion. I want Tyrion to live, but I can see him dying for whatever reason. Um, I think Jaime is gonna have to kill Cersei because she's gonna threaten to blow up King's Landing like Ares did. And she's or a, she's already blew up killing King's Landing. He's in the random. No, no, but like they because the thing is, what's gonna happen is like so. Talking about the episode, the purpose of this episode, aside from being like really tents and everything it was pretty much to equal the playing field when they fight the golden company right right that's what exactly pretty that's that would that unfortunately that ended up being the plot of the night king was to come in and just wipe out half of danny's army yeah. and so they can go they're gonna go down south because seriously not gonna march them up north we know that it's stupid that's like napoleon that. going to russia in the winter right the only happen. the only good thing that's south for the for for um the North is that the Glovers didn't go up to Winterfell. If you caught that in episode two, they said that they they were staying in Deepwood Mott, which is south of Winterfell. So they're all fresh. So they're probably gonna bring them on because they just survived and they're like, listen, you didn't show up, and you told me in season six that you regretted not joining me in the Battle of the Bastards, and now you regretted not joining me. In... Motherfucker, you know you better join me now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm and tired. And we still have uh, the Greyjoy feats. We've got the Greyjoy fleets because we know in the preview episode we see the ships with the Targaryen banners. Right. I'm sure Yara's going to find out that her brother's dead. Um, and but, then, but we don't have all the Greyjoy fleets. We don't. We've got the fleets that Euron has, and then we've got whatever fleets that Yara has or right. made or whatever. I don't know. But we need so, to get the we need to get the ones from her uncle because her uncle has yeah the majority of them, and that would. Easily to turn some tides. Yeah, but they're you probably going to meet in battle, I would say, episode 5. Because the director who directed this episode is directing episode 5. He also directed Battle of the Bastards. So which, most, which, this, which this battle might have better light? Just for it some should of you. be in the daytime. <laughs> it's probably going to be in the daytime. <laughs> right? right? Um, but even still, I feel like there's going to be a lot of... It's going to be a longer episode. Cause they're all everything's long at this point. I think we're like hitting eighty minutes for each one. Yeah. Yeah, but all right. So the, this uh, the long the long night was supposed to be the longest it's, episode. Yes. But that's the date because I think the next two are longer than this. Really? One. Yeah. Think, oh, okay. Uh, not I'm by all, much, but, but but slightly longer. And then so the next uh, we have three episodes left. The yeah. next two are slightly longer, uh, by like 10, 15 minutes, and then the last one is probably a good eighty minute again. Yeah. I feel like 
we are going to get more deaths that people were like um, waiting for. Um, it's just gonna I, be I, weird seeing. I'm sorry. It's just like our main heroes just fought a fucking undead army, and then if I we have our some of our main heroes dying from randos from Essos. Yeah. It's gonna be yeah. like, yo, fam, like, you serious? Yeah. I, like it's just that's like. That's just, you know, whatever. I'm just taking it for it kind of de- and I'm enjoying it. It kind of it. deflates the, like... Deflates the weight of the yeah. threat of the undead when you can beat a horde of undead, but you fight Rando from the Golden Company. They basically beat a horde of undead. They survive. But they, sur- that's but, they that's a, but they survive for a while. And, like, yeah. uncoordinated random attacks happening all over the place. And they would have been dead if it wasn't for you MVP know, yeah, so if it wasn't for... With right. a Jordan jump... But, but again, that, that still says like they're the 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 creator or the whoever the showrunners are now are playing the game of thrones as a game of thrones. They're like, all right, we did the nineteen, we want to take care of that, but we want to wrap everything up in a nice bow. Yeah, Cersei and go back to the whole political so, thing. So here's, that. so here's so here's, here's, here's basically the end game. <clears throat> no pun intended. Um, Cersei is looking at this battle, however that battle played out. Either it was going to be a lot of more, a lot more, de- you figured half the, half their army is taken out anyways. So even if the big a- A-list like characters are gone or not, which they're not right now, you still figure half that army is gone. Cersei's just there in the cut like, all right, I'll wait. Whoever wins, I have to fight whoever wins. But I'm rested. I'm better man. I have, like, they're coming to us. We don't have to go up there. You know what I mean? Like, I'm on the throne. I'm the issue. The Night King would have came down, and the Night King would have, like, flexed, and Cersei would have had to deal with that if she had to deal with that. You know what I mean? But it's not a situation where... It was a gamble she was willing to make. Exactly. It's like, I'll blow up the city. I don't give a shit. I feel like Cersei, at this point... Does she still have one dragon fire left? Yeah, there's wildfire. Yeah. There's wild. They said it. There's wildfire under under the whole city. Um, they only used the one that was under the sept, but but um, in that flashback when Ares the second is yelling, "Burn them all! Burn them all!" You know, he was gonna blow up the entire city because it was being sacked. Right. And then that's when Jane. It wasn't just to blow up the sept of Baylor. It was legit to nuke everything. Like nuke everything, because like it, it was like, if I can't be on the throne, then none of y'all are gonna be on the throne. That, I was just going <coughs> to I was going to say that. Cersei, <clears throat> at this point, is like, yo. Yeah, like, who's going to take my power she's away? Like, That's all she has. It, not even that, not even the, like, who's going to take my power away? It's power, it's position, it's everything that she has snuck and connived her way and, like, tooth and nail. Like, she's fought, and I give it her, she's played the game dirtier than most, but she's played and she won. However... She, at this point, if I can't have it, no one's going to have it. But here's the and thing. she'd rather kill, like, herself included. Oh, we're going to go together. Suicide pack, let's go. And that's how, like, I feel like she'd more willing do that than let anybody come close to having her throne. And that's, I, I mean, there's two theories with that because, um, again, that's all she has is her power now. I mean, we were watching, was not, it was... Well, the show didn't come out last year. It was the last season. Um, when they were talking about the episode when um, her, her last son died. Mm-hmm. 
that she her children that's it she doesn't have any children anymore mm -hmm. what's the last thing she has left is that power on the throne yeah so you have two characters that one has the power and one wants this power so it's like what's going to play between those two characters and then you have john in the middle who um never wants any of this stuff yeah yeah he's basically he's essentially the people's champ yeah so some things i wish i saw i it would have been dope if some of our named characters fought some of the night king's generals yeah, I feel like the Night King Generals like, were, all right, uh, the Night King Generals are essentially Kylo Ren's, uh, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, like, am I wrong? We're getting them in the next movie. That's the Knights of Ren. The Knights of Ren. No, they're not. They're not bringing them in the next movie? Dude, for what? Why would, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. <laughs> we're not doing this. So you're saying about, Could you do, yes. Put you to yeah, yeah, so, so yeah. Bring it back. <laughs> Bring it back. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the point was. I just thought it'd been cool for our characters who have Valyrian steel swords to fight. I don't know, whatever White Walker. Yeah. Because it was just like they're there, they're flexing on their horses. I'm like, all right, cool. I get it. Like they they told us in season seven that if you kill a White Walker, then all the ones that are like associated with him die. But I'm like, all right, fine. But then you still use that same principle with killing the Night King. So like, it doesn't really matter. Like you have so many numbers, you could you know. Uh, yeah. I, I thought I, I totally, was a, a I, bit of a missed opportunity. Yeah. I would say, um, I didn't really care for what they did with the dragons. I thought the dragons were I, like it was cool. Like like Danny did her thing of like lighting them on fire, and then like they did like as someone said on Reddit, they did how to train your dragon up in the sky. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> was, no, they did yeah, not. Yeah, they did. It was actually really funny, right? You know. Not taking credit for these jokes. Yo, get them on, I got them online. Yo. <laughs> yeah. What's bad is... What, yo, what's so bad is I thought it, and I wish I said it sooner. <laughs> so I could have been the one who made that joke. Yeah. Oh. You know, it's already a piece. Someone drew it, too. Are they you put, serious? Someone put them on Toothless on the new dragon. <laughs> That's like, it just, so like, there's a bunch, There are some things like that reminded me of that would have been really dope. You know, if John like, jumped off... His dragons are fight. Like they're just these are really cool things. I'm just thinking about. I Overall, also I also wish because like, all right. Even if the Night King like wasn't gonna fight John, I wish he would have flexed a little bit harder on John. Like you figure the Night King like looked at John and John's running at him and he just looked and kind of smirked and was like, yeah, I and I, just I kept it pushing. He was like, I know you. Like you got that sword that can kill me. I fucking with you. Right. But I, I feel like, had they ever, like, gone actually 1v1? Nah. The Night King raised, he flexed when he raised people from the dead. He tried out for the Western, Western <laughs> Javelin team. And he made, he made first team. Right, right, right. And he got a dragon for that. Um, right. Like, how, how else do you, like... I mean, that was his, that was, like, one of his things. That, you know, it was just... I would have I I rather seen him, like, at least a little bit of a fight, or maybe, like, at least get John down. Like, you know what it reminds me of? Like, okay, so remember, and so Lord of the Rings 1, when they open it up, and the armies are fighting each other, and then Sauron comes down with his fucking mace, and, like, he would hit everyone, and he would hit the elves and the, and the, and the, and the and men, and, like, 50 dudes would fly in the air. Yeah. Like, it, would been, it would just would have been cool to see, like, the Night King come through the fucking castle yeah. with his people, and just start fighting. Slaying dudes. Yeah. Cause like, even if there was no name dudes, no, just a bunch of red shirts. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Like, 
like, yo. The, the, the Thraki officially became the red shirts in that episode. <laughs> yo, they were, nah. that whole, that whole nah. they were, they were at, They were at best, they were yellow shirts. <laughs> no, 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 no. Red shirts went first. The red shirts, shirts went first, but, they, but they, don't Thraki, like, they have... Na- uh, no, 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 no. They dropped their red shirts. Don't. Yeah. Don't. Okay. All right. I'm going to call it Spade and Spade. Game of, <laughs> been, Game of Thrones has been throwing in a shit ton of red shirts. Yo. When they did that shit last season, when they went up north... They had like 15 red shirts. <laughs> and then the Magnificent Seven. And then out of the Magnificent Seven, we lost one guy. Oh, you know? I'm just. Oh. It's fine. It's entertaining. I'm, I'm so I'm all mad for it. Red shirts and the Magnificent Seven. <laughs> I'm all for it. Yo. I love the show. I love the lore. I can talk about it, but. We, we gotta save some of the stuff for the next episode. I can also like poke holes and shit. Whatever. I'm all for it. Arya killed the Night King. Cool. I got three episodes left, and then I have no more Game of Thrones. You're sad. Of course, I'm it's sad. Really sad I also right now. wish <laughs> Bran did something more. Seriously, I want, want him to do. I want more flashbacks, man. I want. I want I'm it. going away now. <laughs> what? <laughs> all right. Is the three eyed Raven just all seeing? Is he? Does he have he no? Is, he's not. Is he's, he a superpower of any kind? He can't see that. <clears throat> I don't think he can see the future. Oh, I thought you can see past version. I thought that was the three. No, I think I think he can. Oh, that's actually a really good thing that you. I actually never thought about that. Um, the way they talk about it is he sees the present and he can see he can see what's happening, mm-hmm. like now. So like he can be somewhere and then but see what's happening now in a different place. Right. So like seeing the red wedding when you're up north or something. Right. Right. I don't think he can see the future because the future hasn't been written. Mm-hmm. So that's why he was like, "How do you know?" When he told Jamie, "How do you know there'll be a tomorrow?" Yeah, I think he can see the past, he can see the present, but I don't think he can see the, the okay. future. Okay. Um, unless he can, he just didn't want to say. That'd be cheating me. I, I thought he, I thought he could, and just doesn't say. So like, I to ruin anything, and I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but then they should. I mean, it's just ruined, you know, whatever, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. But with that, I mean, we'll see you guys for the next Game of Thrones episode. You guys want to add anything else? We'll be doing Game of Thrones again. We will be doing Endgame. Once Sebastian seen the fucking movie. Ooh. Damn! Ooh. Um, check out Geek Run. We uh, just put out a web comment called "You Can't Be Serious" on four twenty. On four twenty. Uh, Did you release a new one? The new one's coming out this Sunday, so it's gonna be a bi-weekly every other Sunday. So you'll be announced the is the Jason is the fir- one. Is the first one, and okay. then the second one it's is gonna be hilarious. the part two. Yeah, it's yeah, hilarious. yeah. Um, I've already written the third installment. I'm working on the fourth. We already, like, we're pushing, man. It's going to be so much fun. Um, new episodes of uh, What's Your Story coming out soon. I have a recording actually tomorrow as I'm recording this. I have another project with Guy and Tommy. Nice. Uh, a book project that's also going to be a pro- uh, a podcast coming out later on this year. Maybe, like, late summer. Very cool. So very that cool. should be really fun. Um, so I'm Sebastian. I'm Tony from across the hall. I'm Law. And stay geeky. Stay Stay nerdy. nerdy.